Life definitely has its fair share of ups and downs. We deal with the death of loved ones, different illnesses, mental health challenges, and every other struggle in between. But sometimes it's hard to be real and actually talk about this stuff. My name is Alexis Bean, but you can call me Lex. And this is Big Girl Panties Podcast. Here, I chat with both professional experts and other women like me who have their own story about living through grief, trauma, and other tough times, and how they have found a way to put on their big girl panties and thrive. Hey friends, welcome to Big Girl Panties Podcast. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining me for the first episode of 2022. I'm really excited for the year ahead. Obviously, I know that we should expect the unexpected, but I think I'm cautiously optimistic about how this year is going to go. How are you feeling about 2022? Do you have any goals or New Year's resolutions lined up yet? Or are you kind of winging it and seeing as you go? In today's episode, I'm excited to be joined by one of my longtime friends, Karee Luna, to chat about what I just asked you, the beginning of 2022. And we go in so much deeper than just the surface level stuff. So I'm pretty excited for you to listen in. I hope that you can relate to our conversation. And if not, I hope that you just receive where we're coming from on our journeys. Spoiler alert, we do reference the finale of one of my favorite shows, Insecure. So if you haven't seen it, I wanted to. Well, actually, everyone that cares about Insecure has probably seen something about it on the internet, but we discuss that as well. Without further ado, here is my first interview of the year with Karee. Karee, I am so excited that you are my first guest for season three of Big Girl Penny's podcast and the first episode of 2022. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited also. I mean, this is like a whole entire like full circle for us. It's like yeah. New Year's Day. I was wondering if you were going to say something. I'm like, it's like, does she connect the dots? Like why I picked her? To yeah. Her <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. One, I'm honored to be part of this. I love what you're doing here. The growth from where we started. No, it's awesome coming from where we started with, you know, resolution we, and then budding into our own areas and blooming and being a part and supporting one another. And then being able to be on this is like a full circle of everything we were actually putting into work then. And now we're seeing it. So it's kind of Kind of scary. I'm like, like, look back, like, oh my gosh, how many years ago was that? <laughs> I know, I love it. So, for the audience, for the listeners, Puri and I, we have known each other for an extremely long time since we were young because our parents were friends <laughs> before we were born. So, like primary school, like I don't know, children, children, children. Yeah, um, our moms knew each other before they even thought of children. So. Yes. Um, it's been a long time. Yes, this has been a, a journey. A journey since the beginning. Probably one of my oldest friends. Yeah, for sure. So some years ago, like I would say 2014, I think it was 2014, Karee and I came up with this idea for like this women's like project, this women's movement called Resolution We. And it stood for Resolution Women Encourage. Mm-hmm. And The idea and the premise was for us to each 
think of 12 different goals, 12 different resolutions that we want to complete throughout the year and take 30 days to go after and make a habit of each resolution. And from that, we created a website, we had a blog, we had um, an Instagram, we had events, like it was big, man. Like it was big. Can we talk about the events that we were throwing? Everybody was like, you guys put this on by yourselves? Like, how, how did you do this? How are you raising money for charities? And I think that's what's one thing that's great. Me and you together, there was never a, can we do it? It was always like, how it's going to get done. How it's going to get done. It's just how, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we were pairing people up and, well, the premise was like, we started pairing up younger people with people that were already in the industry and people that had similar interests mm-hmm. or similar for that month or that year and started so you can have support you know I think we always leaned on each other so we kind of used that as a basis for others mm-hmm. to do as well it was before it's time it was uh, it was like thinking back on it like really thinking back I'm like that was pretty incredible like we I'm proud of us I am too I am too and I think it was exactly what we needed at that moment absolutely because we were just stepping into adulthood like really like Mm -hmm. just graduating university you know becoming us becoming women and we've always been there our moms were there for each other or we were there for each other so it was just the next step then we bloomed yeah it was it was pretty great so Humble beginnings, but like incredible beginnings, you know, and because I wouldn't even say that that was the beginning, but I would say, I would say for myself personally, Resolution We was like the, the beginning of Big Girl Panties for myself, you know, like the next like step kind of thing. Because it was like the things that I'm thinking of now, it's like, oh, sis, you've already done this. Yeah. You know, you and Korea have already done this. You already did the practice run. You know what you're doing. You're stepping into your greatness because... You already know that is each step is greatness though. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even discount it saying it wasn't great. It was, it was them for that time. So every time I always believe in like leveling up, right? Like you always, you accomplish something and then you go, okay, now I have the foundation to build on it. Right. Like building a house. So every step is like you said, it's just moving forward and just, just growing. It's like, I always think of us being like plants and we're just being put into bigger pots and Mm -hmm. bigger and just allows a little bit larger and a little bit larger and when we get bigger we're able to shelter others and and help others as well so you know it's 2022 brand new year we got here just like that I feel like last time I blinked I was 15 so it's all happening very quickly this life of ours yeah so what have you been thinking about for these first few days of 2022 it's day three now so what's been on your minds like for the last three days and there's no like there's no like right or wrong answer or anything just like what have you been doing like what have you been thinking about you know what this is the first year and it's funny right because with resolution we we had to make a plan by this time right oh yeah we were in it everywhere my brain was like I want to do this and I want to do kickboxing and I want to you know I want to do a bunch of different things this as I've gotten older, it's gotten smaller, more direct, more intentional. I'm not saying that it wasn't intentional then. It's more of intentional in other areas. So for me, much more before I would have 
write down health, right? But I would mean it more in a physical sense. Mm-hmm. Right now, I ask myself, mentally, are you okay? Spiritually, mm-hmm. are you okay? Because none of that, if you're physically, does not matter if everything else isn't aligned as well. Yeah. So I'm looking at what in my life in 2021 do I need to adjust, not change, but adjust so that it creates a better environment mentally for myself and emotionally for myself. I think I've discussed on our the chats and the workshops that you do that I have anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you have to constantly be on and work on and just strengthen your muscle to make sure that you can work with what's happening, what's going on. And I said to myself, okay, so I wasn't getting enough sleep last year. And mind you, last year I accomplished a lot. Like yeah. the company I helped go a startup, I we were in Vogue, we were in all these magazines. We just had opened up. It's only been two months, you know, since we've launched. So you've just been doing um, everything. Everything, everything. I mean, literally in the last year or year and a half, I have put out a book. I've created, you know, helped work with the new fashion line that's like everywhere. I am now working on a massive NFT project that's going to be happening in Bermuda that's bringing a bunch of international artists and even Bermudian artists down where teaching people about NFTs and the educational part as well. It's a, it's a lot happening, yeah. but I, I don't get lost in the sauce the where in 2021 I did. I kind of got lost in the idea of, you know, I think we grew up in a generation where if you're always working, it seems like, you know, like if you don't, if you're not taking like no days off, like remember that saying like no days yeah. off, oh, the worst, self out because yeah. hard working, right? And I realized I was like, you guys can have that. I did that last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I have to worry about my health. I have to worry about boundaries. Mm-hmm. You, I can't be accepting meetings at 11 30 at night stuff mm-hmm. like that I have to get a certain amount of rest this week I've turned my phone off or I turned it on silent I haven't been answering messages that aren't about what exactly I'm doing that day with my family or my friends right I'm giving myself that ability so that's kind of what I've been focusing on I have been focused on work as well I'm not gonna lie to you yeah definitely set up yesterday and was writing an entire plan for something, a big project that we're working on in February. But that also brings me peace. So it's more about what brings me peace. And summarize that really quickly, like just, just for the sake of what have you been thinking about the 2022? Summarize it really quickly in everything that you just said. For me, the major things is health. So Mm -hmm. health, physical health, spiritual health. Mm-hmm. That one, and they all work together, right? Yeah. So you, I, in area, making sure that I give myself time for me, making yeah. sure getting enough sleep, making sure that I am happy with who I am, yeah. And then area also goes into what I'm doing in business. So creating this these new opportunities to bring. NFTs and and this crypto world to Bermuda. Those are the main focuses for me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make me happy. Doesn't make sense. It's literally about being healthy and happy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean I can just run around and like I'm just gonna do everything. Go like 
you have a job, you have things that you need to accomplish, but does that make you happy? Does that mm-hmm. job make you happy? Does mm-hmm. the projects you're working on make you happy? I think yeah. it all has to make sense. It yeah. all has to. Doesn't make sense wasting energy, right? Not at all. Not at all. And I think getting out of this mindset that you have to be the one that is working 24 seven, there has to be boundaries. There has to be a sense of balance. That's another, like it's balance. It's about balance. Yeah. I hope that's okay. I hope this doesn't like. And of course everything's okay. Like, come on. (laughs) It's just about, you know, being honest. Being yeah. honest, like really, because that question is so open-ended, but it's like, it's literally, it's literally, it's just that. Like, what have you been thinking about? That's it. What have you been focused on the last like, three days? That's it. Because it's meant to be like, just a natural, a natural answer. You're supposed to give a natural response. If like, if the answer was snacks, I've just been thinking about snacks and eating more snacks. That's the answer. You know what I mean? Like, don't front, don't lie about it. It's like, oh, yeah. I've just been focused on TV and snacks. That's it. I think being here, I'm so I'm back in Bermuda right now. I said, I'm going to walk the dogs every morning. Normally my parents and I will take turns, mm-hmm. but because I know I have to walk the dogs in the morning, I'm making sure I'm getting more sleep. So I'm going to sleep at a good time. So I know I have to wake up at seven 30. Yeah. And then after the dogs, I am making myself hot tea with lemon, ginger, and honey in it right away. It's like giving myself time for me. Mm-hmm. And thing things up, knowing that if I don't have to wake up for the dogs, then I'm gonna be asleep until whatever time. Yeah, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be awake at night till whatever time. So it's just putting myself, giving myself some structure, right. and making taking some time out for me. You know, I love it. I love those days, and I think for myself, I think with my job, I am blessed to have the opportunity to still be able to work from home. One, in the sense of like when we all had to be at home, I could still work. But also now my job has allowed us, my company that I work for, has allowed us to have the flexibility to work work from home when we want and then work at the office if we want to as well. So it's, it's been really nice. And like we're a smaller company, so we don't have to, you know, all be mindful like, oh, there's going to be too many people in the office and, you know, things like that. So that's been really nice. But I say that to say like having those opportunities to work from home. I explored like a little more like structure in the sense of like, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to make myself a tea. I'm going to, you know, do things like that. Whereas like, I could do that if I have to work in the office, but I just have to get up a little earlier because I also have to get myself ready for work, sit in the traffic to get to work. So that's a, that's a nice thing that you're doing as you start your year, you know, like create the structure, create the time. I mean, take out the time for you and then look into and start practicing the things that, that bring you joy, that, you know, that give you the peace that you need. For myself, I would say the start of 2022, and I shared this on my Instagram account yesterday. So I was like, let me pop in and post something. (laughs) So people know that I'm still here and that I still care. We all see it. We all see your posts. We all know that you still care. (laughs) Yeah your Instagram as well. And not to cut you off, I'm so sorry. I do see that moments you have a lot more posting and then at times where you see like holiday seasons and stuff like that, where we're all celebrating with our families and all taking kind of some time off. Your Instagram reflects that too. And it's okay, right? Yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes some other people take that time off as, oh, I'm going to go du- ham. I'm going to go double hard on this time. Yeah. But are you 
resting. And I'm like, honestly, I'm resting. I don't want to see that you're not resting. You're making yeah. me an <laughs> I want you to rest. It, you know? Yeah, just to piggyback off of that. One thing, like BGP is in a place where it's still just me. And that's great for now. I definitely do want it to expand further at some point. But right now it's still in the place of humble beginnings in the sense that like, yes, you guys, it's run by me. Yes, I'm not going to lie and pretend like I'm just switched on all the time. Like I'm not, I am by no means an influencer, by no means at all. Please, like, no, not me. It's just me. I'm sharing who I am on this account. And that's literally, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to front and pretend like, you know, I wake up every day and like, I don't know, I just have my whole life like lined up. Like, no, you guys, I'm doing my best. I want, want you to be doing your best. Let's just meet where we are and like, let's be real with one another. But that's a whole nother conversation for a different day, like how I feel social media is. But that's not about this episode. It's so much about just doing your best in life. Like I hit, hit 30. Our birthdays are like right next to each other too. So like imagine us growing up, our parents, our mothers are like really close. We were born right next to each other, same assign, everything. Yeah. And I think we hit this time in our life where we're just hitting our stride and we just want to do our best, our best for us, not for anyone else. Yeah. Our best and like being being honest about it. But for the first few days of 2022, I feel like I've been thinking about rest and what that looks like. There are different kinds of rest and like the benefit of that. I think that's because the end of December for me is a lot. My job, I work in the insurance reinsurance industry. And that is a very, it's a very busy time, the end of the year. So the last few weeks I have been busy like busy, busy. And it's not something that like, you know, makes me super stressed. And it's something that like, oh no, I hate this. It's not, it's not that. The truth is that it's busy. And then with just the normal, you know, busyness of December, we're just busy and people are excited about the holidays. Like I've decorated my place and, you know, Christmas day and it's a lot going on and people want to rest anyway. So it's a, but yeah, I've been focused on rest and I'm just trying to pull something up really quickly that I saw. I saw this on my WhatsApp, someone's WhatsApp story the other day. I won't, I won't highlight you if you, if you hear this episode, but, <laughs> I, did. <laughs> but I took this from your WhatsApp story. You'll know who it is if I, um, if you're listening to this, but seven types of rest that we all need. And it's funny. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I've been resting. You're thinking about rest, physical rest, mental rest, emotional rest, social rest, creative rest, spiritual rest, and sensory rest. Yeah. And yeah, I've been focused on rest, not necessarily all those different checkpoints individually, but I've been focused on rest away from work. And I think that's an important one because tomorrow <laughs> when the holiday is over, I'm going to get right back into it. This weekend has been so important, but also reflecting on the kinds of rest that I find value in. So I think recording this episode with you is a form of rest in my opinion, for me, uh, look, actually taking a nap. I took a nap yesterday. I was like, what is this? This Taking a nap, journaling is my end all and be all. I've been doing that since I was very young. I had like a journal since I was like in primary school. You remember during resolution week, you actually got me to journal. And it was funny because I wanted to journal a time and you already were doing it. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just doing it. And it's hysterical because I 
didn't write the way some other people would write, like, oh, this is how my day was. I would yeah. almost write for however I was feeling mm-hmm. and poetry and, and I write poetry. Yeah, yeah. An entire Instagram, like literally during COVID. So it was funny because I just realized, oh my God, that sparked during that time. Yeah, you're right. Me actually writing poetry and, you know, writing down how I feel. And yeah. actually, that's, that's actually pretty awesome. I didn't even realize that to just now. Yeah, a connection, a full connection there. I love that. So yeah, so that's been the start of 2022. I feel like a more like an easier, a softer way to enter the year for myself. And I feel like the whole world is kind of on that right now or like the Instagram world. I need to shift up my who I follow on Instagram because everyone's on the same wave. I see people saying it mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I have kind of changed up who I follow on my social media because the messaging that comes through my phone and you know we think we're not exposed to it or we're strong enough to move past it. But I do know that it affects you. The moment your your brain reads it, it's there, right? Yeah. But I do feel like everybody this year was like, oh, stop saying new um, new year, new me. No more resolutions, no more whatever. Yeah. But then they also talk about rest and healing and everything else. And I'm like, you guys are doing exactly what you're doing. <laughs> it's like you're just using, like, you know, you're using other words. But I see them, I see them posting a lot. And I'm like, you're not resting. I have literally said to myself, I was like, I'm not working the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing certain things. I'm going to be with my family. I'm going to spend time. You know, one thing I learned during COVID and in the last couple of months that life is very fleeting. Mm -hmm. We don't get time back. And it's something that being with your family and your parents is, as we both know, is something that is very precious. Absolutely. I'm not going to chase dreams or other things that essentially take or cheat me out of that time. Yeah. So that's been a big thing for me. Like I said, putting my phone on silent, me putting a lot of people, their texts on mute and love the people. Don't get me wrong. They have to be put on silent sometimes. And not to say that what they're saying isn't relevant. It's that my brain and my spirit, and I need to reset Mm -hmm. for this upcoming year, especially with everything that's going to be happening. I have a project that's coming out in October, a massive project. And I'm looking, I'm like, that's what nine months away, technically 10 months away. But I'm like, it's like me being pregnant, just getting pregnant and birthing something. Mm -hmm. I'm getting myself ready for that process. So you say about resting and all the different types of rest and putting those boundaries in place so that you can give yourself peace and mind and be able to rest. So I think right after Christmas, going to New Year's, that was definitely a major thing for me. So I'm like a big fan of Insecure. As we all are. As we, <laughs> as we all are. And um, the series ended. How do you feel about it ending? Are you supposed to ask me questions, but I want to I ask you that one. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm devastated that it's ended, but I feel that the way that they ended it was... I was originally, and so if you haven't seen it, um, this is a spoiler. I don't feel bad for you because you've had weeks now. <laughs> I feel like the way that, that it ended was necessary and it was beautiful. It was the ending that I needed for myself. 
So I was upset at first when they were <laughs> announcing that this was the last season and it was getting closer to it. Even some episodes, I'm like, we only have a certain amount of episodes left, like move it along. Yeah. Like, or like those certain things I felt like needed to be answered, which were answered, which was great. But I was upset at first until I don't know who put it out there, but they said every other black sitcom or show has been canceled for us. Right. Mm -hmm. Not like not in a great way. Mm -hmm. And we didn't tell the stories we wanted to tell. This ended on her terms and finished a story for us. It's like having a book. Right. I mean, if it's a good book, you wanted to continue, Mm -hmm. but it happened at a certain point. And it has to end in a way that it makes sense and ties off that story. And yeah. once I read that, I was like, wow, it actually helped with a few things in my own personal life. Think about it, because that's why I brought this up. Go ahead. <laughs> so I am not good with, okay, let me put this a better way. I told my mom yesterday, I'm not good with mourning. And I and some people think it's just with death. It could mm-hmm. be, it's not mm-hmm. just death. It's not it could be anything. It could be friendships. It could be relationships. It could be a job. It could be anything yeah. particularly great with that. Because when I go into relationships, I'm very intentional when I go into any, a friendship, relationship, anything like that. God or life or whatever wants you to move in another direction, or there's an ending to that story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if it was real, it wasn't supposed to be ending. You know, it's not supposed to be our ending thing. And what I learned from, and this is crazy, I was like, oh, really dramatic. But what I learned from Insecure is that there can be an ending, be closure to a story and it be okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that actually helped me a lot, a lot, a lot. And realizing, I think I wrote that like two days ago where I wrote, being grateful and thankful for the opportunities that come into your life and the people that come into your life and also being grateful and thankful for how it ends or why it ends. Yeah. And being able to end things sometimes on your terms and how you want it to be instead of letting it go into being canceled when it's supposed to or being dragged on for too long. So I, I would say I love your your perspective on this and your comments on this because you are speaking literally about like the creation of the show and the creators of the show and the of itself, right? And how that you related to that. I wrote a couple notes on this and I was sad um, that the show was ending, but there was a sense of calm that I felt that came over me as everyone's stories we're reaching these beautiful like next steps because yes, the show ended in itself, but the stories, they just reached next steps. There were no ends in there. And Issa D, Issa's character on the show, she was finally able to silence Maribich, excuse my language for my fellow Christian listeners, but she was able to silence her and silence, you know, the insecure person in the mirror who was always worried about, you know, things and like second guessing herself. And she finally reached a place where she felt secure, like in her life, you know, and she was okay with just living in the present and just finding out like what happened next, like as each of those moments like came up as the moment arose. So like I connected to that when that moment happened and I felt like a sense of peace. I was like, right. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like we can figure it out. And I think like, 
like you said, it's like we both just turned 30 in 2021. So I felt like that was the next step, like for my life. And I was like, right. I was like, we can, we can do this. <laughs> you know? Definitely on time. I feel, I think I said it in one of our meetings, the Christmas meeting, I was petrified about turning 30, right? Mm-hmm. I think 29, I cried or something like that. Yeah. Uh, here, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be there. You're supposed to have accomplished this. And having insecure allowed me to see someone else have the same insecurities mm-hmm. and then through them. And that helped me too, because I'm there watching it. And I'm just like, oh, she gets me. Like, this is, this is nice to be, you know, that you're not crazy. But also seeing how she works through it. And then that ending, like how everything works out the way it's supposed to work out. And, you know, your happy ending, I'm sure like, even like Molly, I'm sure her happy ending, she would have wished would have come a lot sooner, right? Mm -hmm. But it happened when it was supposed to happen. And I think for me, that gave me kind of a peace because I'm sitting there trying to chase an age that I'm supposed to be a mom or a wife or have this or have that or be at this status. Everything happens when it's supposed to and your happy ending comes when it's supposed to. So, yeah. Like you said, I think when you mentioned Molly, I think each of the characters in the show showed us a bit of that because they each struggled with different things, whether we were able to see like, you know, more of that story or less of that story. Each of them had their own thing that they were struggling with or had their own issues like come up, right? Like Tiffany like struggled with her mental health. Kelly was struggling with like how she saw herself and how people viewed her because People always viewed her as like the jokester, like she didn't really care about much or whatever. And so she was saying like, no, I take myself seriously. Like I want other people to take me seriously. And then Molly with her journey with like going to therapy and like getting herself right. And Issa just with like battling her own insecurities and like what she wants in her life journey and everything. But I just like, I went back and I watched see the first episode of season one. And the question that Issa asked herself that stuck out to me, it was like, how different would my life be if I actually went after what I want? And like, I was like, man, like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So that's, that's the question for like all of us. Right. And like, we saw that play out in that first episode, but you know, within all the seasons. And then I wrote down from season five, the last, the final episode, episode 10. And she said, I just want to fast forward to the part where everything's going to be okay. And then you know, and then we kind of see that. And I, and that, that resonated, that resonated with me so much. And I looked and I realized, and I actually may make this on um, the, the title of this, this episode, everything's going to be okay. My mom had a chain that she used to wear that said Eggbok on it, the letters E-G-B-O-K. Everything's going to be okay. And so to me, that was like a direct, like, whoosh. And I'm like, man, if that's not a message, we always told you your mom's always going to give you messages. And that's a great thing, like ending a year and starting a year and having that message, everything's going to be okay. I've been telling myself for the last couple of days that with anxiety and putting on, like even my mom was laughing. She's just like, we was talking about the project that I'm working on and who I want to speak at the conference. And she looked at me, she goes, oh, you think you bad, huh? <laughs> and she started laughing, but it was something that I knew my mom, like, the way she said it, I knew that she said, no, she's going to get this done. And, but I have moments where I go to my mom or my dad and I said, dad, I'm just, I don't know how this is going to get done. And he goes, it's all going to work out. He's yeah. like, it's all going to work out. 
And it's funny because I spent so many years worried about what if it doesn't happen? What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. And it always turns out the way it's supposed to be. And sometimes I look at things and go, oh, it could have been better. Or what if in the, in the time, devastated by mm-hmm. how things worked out. And then realizing if it didn't happen the way it happened, I wouldn't be where I am. And it may take years later, but I've always been shown that how anything ended mm-hmm. was how it was supposed to end because it allowed, pushed me in another direction where I found myself. Where I'm at right now, I'm finding for the first time who I am, which is kind of a scary and beautiful thing. Yeah. Certain things you start realizing like, oh, I don't like that. Or... <laughs> oh, I love that part of you. And I think everybody laughs. Well, my friends are older than me for the most part. And like, oh, wait till you hit 30. You're really going to start figuring who you are out. Yeah. And it took some time. Like I have a therapist and she is cutthroat, bro. Like when I tell you, and she loves me to death, like loves me. Like we call each other Christmas, everything. Yeah. And she gives me some tough love, like literally tough love. But she told me, she's like, you are putting in the work to figure out your best self. Yeah. And so nice to kind of see that on TV as well. And like these characters trying to figure out who they are and what makes them the best that they can be and what they need to add to the, the areas that they need improvement. So that's been my kind of journey. So it's been able, it's been nice to be able to see that on TV and see that reflected in other characters, or even our friend group, like mm-hmm. when we speak about it and things that we have to do. I remember one of the individuals that really stepped up to me was uh, one of the women that were on the call. She was a mom. Mm-hmm. And she said, I had to take care of me first. So I'm good for everybody else. Yeah. And that like did something for me too. Like, and that was only a couple of weeks ago, maybe not even a month ago. And I was like, wait, I can't be everything for everybody. And I'm tired. Yeah. Right. I'm exhausted. I'm weak. I'm getting sick. I literally, after we put on the fashion show, I was sick for a few days. Not COVID, thank God. Yeah. But, you know, I was sleeping two or three hours a day. You're going to have moments where it's calls for that. Mm-hmm. But you have to also give yourself grace and time. I have been hearing a lot of the older individuals in my life keep telling me all year, you need to give yourself some grace. and. I almost looked at grace as a weakness and grace. What does that mean? What is that? What is that? You know, it's almost or giving myself a pass to be what I, at the time weak. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's not. It's literally something that you have to do to make sure that you're okay to keep going, to give yourself ability to recharge, to be the best you. And know that you're not perfect. I don't know where in this world we all thought we had to be perfect or what has been happening that we thought we had to be exactly where everybody else is supposed to be at this age with this bank account, with this husband, with these 3.25 kids and dogs and cats and a boat. Yeah. Like that, not at the same time for everyone. And we saw that in the show as well, right? Like people. Relationships were happening at different moments, and yeah, yeah it was it's okay. It's just it just reflected the the yeah. ebb and flows of life, and that it's literally a journey. And that's my favorite thing to always say: like life is a journey. We're just on this, you know. And so I think just tying back to that statement, I felt like 
that stuck out to me that Issa D said was that, you know, she's okay with just finding out like, like how this goes. She's okay with just being present, like in the journey. Yeah. It's like, gives yourself permission to actually live. You know us, our moms had visions for like, you want to do this? This is what's happening next. This is what you're doing. And I feel like personally that I wasn't giving myself permission to live fully Mm -hmm. at the next thing that I need to accomplish, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm not living to accomplish this. Or I'm not here and I don't have this, so I'm not living yet. Or I'm not, I'm going to put in the sacrifice for this so that I can actually fully live in myself. And I'm like, no, 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 you're living now, right? Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy this journey. Whatever you want to accomplish or be or change or just enjoy who you are, you're just living this journey. And mind you, I don't always get it right. I don't always, as you can see, people have to tell me all the time, give yourself some grace. Yeah. Like that's where the grace comes in. That's where the grace comes in. Yeah. It's happening. Like I noticed it a lot recently that I'm just like, it will be okay. Absolutely. Self out. You've never gone hungry. (laughs) There you go. Your bills have always been paid. And honestly, like I keep on saying to my dad, my dad goes, you're right there. Like it's, you're at that moment. Just keep going. It's all going to work out. It's Mm -hmm. all going to be okay. And knowing that and having that support and not just hearing it from them, but actually feeling that for myself, it makes a hundred percent difference. Even the way that you move and you push forward and you start seeing the year like I'm looking at the year because I know there's an end project towards the end of my year, mm-hmm. but very much enjoying the process. There we go. Yeah. And that's the most, that's the most important part. We can plan as much as we want. Like we plan and God laughs. We can plan, we can do as, and set ourselves up for as much as we, as we need to or want to in this life. But at the very end of the day, we have to just be present, like in the moment. My plan sometimes with God, like, God, my God, I want to do this, this, and that. I'm going to have this, this, and this. I am his personal comedian. He, <laughs> hysterical. he is just like, oh, yeah, girl. Okay. Well, and mind you, yeah, I heard this one thing that someone said, I think it was last night. It was actually a kid, which was really sad. It was like, you're going to have a lot more downs than you have ups in this life. And I said, mm-hmm. I am so lucky that I've had so many ups. Mm-hmm. I've had very low downs, but if I look at my life and the blessings that have come to me and the blessings and the things that I've accomplished from what I remember, I've had a lot more ups. Yeah. Gotta know that it may not be what I think is my up or what I, you know, what I expected, but I have a lot, had a lot more ups than I've had down. So and it's always going to be like that. We're always going to move forward and it's always going to be okay. So Yeah. Amen. My next question comes because I was talking to my boyfriend and I pretty much was like just opening up to him and saying, I've been through some pretty difficult things in life. I have, I really have like my, the cars that I've been dealt with have not been easy to say the least I've like experienced some pretty traumatic events in life that have permanently left an imprint on me as a person. My mother died when I was a teenager, right before I turned 18. And she died right before my birthday. She died right before my 18th birthday. And as much as I, you know, like to talk about where I am now and everything and the journey in hindsight, it was difficult. And it left a permanent mark like on my life, which Although I am a happy person now, I'm a healed person now. I'm not in a state of like 
sheer raw grief, that's something that's going to have an impact on me for the rest of my life in, in different capacities. And then I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2015. I remember, girl. I remember that conversation too. But yeah, I've been through that. And it was it was a very traumatic thing. It was a very raw diagnosis and journey to diagnosis, a raw and difficult and gutsy journey to a place of healing. And it's a constant, you know, journey to a place of healing that I'm proud of myself for. But yeah, these things in real life, they really happened and they were really difficult. But I say that to say that I recognize that I have had some darker moments in life and I and I have come from like darker days. And I was saying to my boyfriend, like, you know, I had a crack in my voice when I was saying it to him and I, I might get that again now. I just want to live a good life. I've been through difficult things and like now and I'm at a place, I just want to live a good life. That's it. You know, I just want to live a good and happy life. And so my question that I'm asking you, Karee, and, you know, I've asked myself this question also, what does that mean? What is your definition of a good life? And what does that look like for you? Well, just come with the easy questions. Why don't <laughs> um, no, well, first, before I answer that, I want to say I've had a front row seat. Mm-hmm. To the, I don't want to cry. Oh my God. To the trauma mm-hmm. that happened in our friendship to you. And it's hard, right? Because yeah. when you, like we discussed in the beginning, when you are, oh my God, I'm not going to cry. It's okay if you do, you can edit things. Or maybe we won't. When you grow up with someone and you don't know what a birthday is without, like a birthday party is without them. I was going through pictures and to have you guys in every single birthday party and something like that, like, it's almost like it makes no sense. Some things that happen mm-hmm. and the fact that I couldn't do anything. Like I remember you had told me, and I don't know if I was one of the first people you told me, and we didn't know if that was the di- a diagnosis yet. I remember that. Right, yeah. 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 And then when you called and told me, I remember I called a hotline and I was like, I need to know everything right now. You were the first person that I told. You were the first friend that I told. Because I didn't, I was like, I was like, and I, and I remember having a prayer and I was like, God, you can't do this again. Like, you know what I mean? Like it bothered me because there was a few things. Tammy passed. I mean, my mom had cancer right before Mm -hmm. and she had very severe cancer and that to me. I don't remember a lot of that year. Yeah. To this day, I don't have memories, some part memories from that. Girl, same. That's a different conversation. <laughs> and then right after, I went on Tammy. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? That's not fair. Right? Like, and I think that's a problem with me in life. And I don't know if it's a problem or just something I always think about. I'm like, I'm like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And so far with doing our project together, and then you get sick, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, and we rested at that point because you needed rest. And yeah. I knew, like, it was like everybody, we just, we just literally stopped and we said, wait, like, yeah. and I just kept on thinking like, this isn't fair. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think what I, to bring it back, I want, I want to say how strong you are and I'm so proud of you. I am. I remember when I went to the first big girl panty Christmas event and I saw what you did and I literally had, well, first of all, we had the best time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> And I remember I've felt that way every single time we've had a project together. We would just look at each other and we'd be like, 
like <laughs> yeah. I looked at you the same way that day. I felt like you had had us all a part of your growth. Mm-hmm. Just a few years before you finding out with like you having MS and like us feeling like we don't know what to because I have to have control of things sometimes, especially when it comes with friends. I have to make it better. And yeah. there's no making it better, right? It's not like you. And when I saw what you had accomplished, it touched me. And I want to say how proud I am of you. What yeah. the things that you have been, and all of us get dealt things, but the things that you've gotten dealt and you've gotten through, I am so, 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 so proud and so honored to be your friend. And so thankful that you're in my life because I look at your story and a few other people's stories in my life. And I'm like, wow, they just kick ass. Like, sorry for all you Christians out there, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I am very proud of you. That's one. I really appreciate that. I love you. I love you too. But also with that, oh my God, stop crying. I've been crying a lot these last couple of days. <laughs> but when we speak about happiness, mm-hmm there right too because we can't control the things that happen to us we can't control how this life this life is hard sometimes Mm -hmm. I think for me happiness is being able to be at peace Mm -hmm. I can't control the things that happen I can't control what other people do or how other people feel or diseases or death I can't control sickness I can't control any of those things but for me, I can control some, some part of rest, some part of peace. Mm-hmm. That's my happy place. I think for me, if I was to look at my happy place, I used to, it's funny, my therapist asked me in, when I first started with her, what would bring me peace or what right now would make you happy? Yeah. And it was very different from what she asked at the end of the year beginning when we first started I first started with her during the summer I had was fresh out of relationship I was like that would bring me peace (laughs) working things out (laughs) and I was like I want to be married with a baby and this and that by this age and and this will bring me peace and this will bring me peace and and I at the end of the year a relationship and babies never even came up on the list and I didn't realize it, right? Yeah. And she's like, you know, like you don't see that that wasn't even mentioned. So I think for me, happiness is one, feeling peace, feeling joy, feeling calm. I think living with anxiety. I mean, I tell people all the time, COVID was hard, but COVID is what I needed. And I don't know if other people feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I was working in companies that one weren't respectful. Literally, one remember before COVID, I had a mental breakdown on the floor in front of an elevator, in front of my job's elevator, working till eight at night. And I said, I'm never going to be there again. I don't care if I'm dead broke. I am not going to work for a company ever again. That takes me to the point my mental health is not like not being taken care of. Yeah. And that's what happiness looks like for me. Like, and and it's very different. I'm so tired of looking at what happiness would look like at 35 and 40. I'm looking at what happiness is on January 3rd. Amen. Today, 
what brings you happiness? Because it's going to be very different than mm-hmm. what is going to bring me happiness in October. Mm-hmm. What's going to bring happiness in January 3rd next year? So I don't know if that answered the question, but yeah, that's it does. It does. You're saying you're just focused on today. Today, I can't focus nowhere else. I mean, and the funny thing is a lot of my work and a lot of things that I'm doing is planning so far ahead. Like again, like I said, I'm planning a massive event mm-hmm. in October. So I'm always looking forward Mm-hmm. But what it mean today to make me happy? So um, that's my happiness. So just as a summary for that, today, what yeah. is it that brings you happiness today? Today, what brings me happiness, January 3rd, a living in the moment. Today, that could be staying in bed all day. Mm-hmm. That could be cooking with my mom. That could be working on a project. I'm doing whatever makes me happy without any apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I lived for what other people thought and what other people, if it made them happy, it made me happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If it makes me happy, I hope it makes you happy. But if it doesn't make you happy, that's fine. I mean, I really can't help you. <laughs> like I can only help myself. Um, at that point with my happiness. No, thank you. That question came about, yes, I shared like the conversation that I was having with my boyfriend. <laughs> Check me mentioned that I have a boyfriend on the podcast. Earlier, I was like, go ahead with the with a quick, <laughs> quick reference. No, that me and Alexis are very close, like our signs. Uh-huh. Like May and I'm in April and I'm much more of a sharer. She's much more of a like, you will know if I want to. <laughs> I respect I respect the thing is like some things I'd be like hey girl I know this is happening but you haven't told me she goes I was gonna tell you (laughs) (laughs) you know her boundaries but yeah she did mention her boyfriend about three times guys did you catch it just like there we don't have to mention anything else um but yeah we had that conversation and then afterwards I was reflecting on that um because that's what I do but I've been working on this piece it's gonna be my first piece for big girl panties for my blog PA blogging I guess a spoiler alert but not really I'll just mention that's something that I definitely do want to do more this year because it's something that I love I love to write I've been working on this piece and I asked myself what is it that I need for a good life like what to me is a good life what factors are included in that what is it that makes me happy like what would be a good life and I wrote down so it's funny it's like we're kindred spirits but I wrote down rest loving relationships good health exploration creativity fulfillment and growth at work and laughter okay I guess I'm gonna explore further into each of those things like for the post so TBD on like really what all of those things encompass but yeah, that's like roughly what I what I wrote down for this. I love that. And I and I find it interesting that, you know, when we're young, there's things that are specific, like if I get this job or if I get thing, that car, that apartment, and I was like, girl, if I can get a nap. <laughs> no, it's interesting your list. I would have the exact same things on my list. And I know we would mean it in different ways, perhaps we're mm-hmm. different a few things that stood out to me was loving relationships mm-hmm. to think that meant with others first. Mm-hmm. I think for me in 2022, what I've realized from 2021 is the loving relationship that I actually need to grow and work on is with myself. 
Think about it. Listen, (laughs) I am a giver. Mm -hmm. I am someone that will make time, that will put in effort, whether I am exhausted or not, but I won't do that for myself. And I started looking at if you were loving yourself, like you loved that individual, how would you feel loving yourself the way you've loved another relationship? Just give yourself that. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, loving relationships, that's one for me. Listen, yeah. I think especially being a woman, you know, growing up with these labels and when you're supposed to have a baby and be married and this and that, and, and that is my main priority this year to make sure that my cup remains, it ain't going to be dry no time soon. We're going we to make sure that another thing that stood out to me from <clears> the <throat> list, I love that list was work right mm-hmm. so moving upward in that like what does that mean what does you? that mean what does that mean because it's individual it's an individual question putting on something that is my passion mm-hmm. something I truly believe in mm-hmm. and having an entire government and island see that one and two giving the opportunity to make it come to life mm-hmm. I really think that's a turning point for me be able to trust in myself enough and to have enough confidence to be able to put something on like this like this is my vision and I have people yeah. to make, make it come to life that's big because I'm normally that person to help everybody else right yeah. so for me that's moving up right nowhere where I thought I would be yeah. Oh my goodness, it's not moving up. It's the growth. It's growth. Yeah. And that growth means what does that mean? Like you said, it's like it's not it's not necessarily moving, you know, moving up a corporate ladder or moving up to this level, you know, in your business or whatever. It's growth. And whatever the growth and fulfillment looks like, however that's defined, that that's what it is. You know, there's no one concrete thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that you've already kind of automatically like intertwined like what it is I think what you're excited about this year in different ways and like in a quick summary for the listeners tell me what are you excited about this year and what do you want to see for other people this year like you know a hope whatever just like really quickly for me quickly well first I'll start off what I am excited about is one continuing this journey to find myself Mm-hmm. love myself and to be in a relationship with myself. That is number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is being able to put on a project where I'm not only educating others, because that's a big thing for me, giving back and educating. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do, anything I've ever done is always a part of that. Being able to bring something so new and something that's going to be life-changing to a country and to my people mm-hmm. that's something and to see my vision come to life that is something I'm extremely excited about and being able to do that throughout the year because I have different projects that lead up to the main project main showcase and getting to know people in my industry that I never really um, on a personal level that is a number two and what I want to see for others I guess is what I want to see for myself there's nothing like self-love yeah, in that journey and getting there, don't knock the journey, right? Like, 
I know everyone just wants to always arrive at the destination, but what's that journey look like? What are you finding out about yourself in the process? What are you failing at? Yeah. What are you actually hitting your head on? And then when you uh, finally accomplish that, how does that make you feel? When do you realize that? What is the story behind that? I, I wish that for everyone. I feel mm-hmm. like there's something you can't accomplish or can't do once you learn how to love yourself properly. And that's not a, on a cocky note. Like, you don't, when you love yourself, most people that are cocky do not love themselves. The facade. What is it to truly love yourself and know what you're worth? Thank you. Thank you, Karee. This has been awesome. This has been the best first episode of the year. I think this has been the perfect note for us to begin on. And like, obviously, like you had to be my my first guest. So I'm excited that you, that you came on here to talk about this with me. Like, like we said at the beginning, it's been a full circle moment for us since yeah. like resolution we, and like since our early friendship and like early beginnings, but this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to definitely invite you back for another episode. Talk about some other things. We'll, I think we'll definitely bring up this topic in a chat room conversation. Cause I think it'll be a good one to discuss with everyone. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you for having me on, you know, following big girl panties and making sure I'm there for, uh, you know, the little meetings that we have and they're not even little, I'm not going to say little cause they'd be powerful. I'll be leaving there like, Oh, I got a word. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, sharing with other women, it's such a beautiful thing, especially around the same age and where we all are differently and how we can, feed and heal with each other. So I want to thank you for that. And whenever you want me on, I will make myself available. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you all. I hope you all have an amazing, beautiful year. And I wish nothing but health and success and peace and joy and rest for all of you. Amen. Thank you, Curry. Before I let you go, y'all, you know that I have to ask you one final question um, before we wrap it up, even though we've wrapped it up perfectly already. But what does putting on your big girl panties mean to you? What does that look like in your life? Right now, setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what a boundary looked like. I didn't know. I, for me, a boundary was just being rude, right? Like, no, right? But no, boundaries are not rude. It's actually respect for yourself and respect for others as well. Because you allow them to know where not to cross. And so that you don't get upset. because They already know, right? You're giving respect to them and yourself. So that is the hardest thing for me to do. But I know that putting on my big girl panties is having those conversations, whether they're easy or not, in making sure that you have those boundaries in place. That's putting on my big girl panties. I love it. Thank you. That was a that was a great definition to um to start the year. I think we're I think we are we are growing, we are evolving. We're setting ourselves up for a great year. Who knows what this year will bring us? We know from previous years that we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and we'll leave that there. But yeah, I think that this has been this has been a beautiful conversation. And I really appreciate you coming on. So thank you. Thank you. And listen, guys, whatever happens, whatever COVID, whatever happens, keep listening into these conversations because they will give you some peace and maybe some type of understanding through someone else's story. And even if you get one little gem, it may help you out that day or that week or even make an influ- you know, influence in what you're doing. So keep listening to Big Girl Panties because it helps me all the time. So thank you. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. 
Talk to you later. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Big Girl Panties Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed listening and were able to take away something that was for you. If you want to connect with Karee, you can follow her on Instagram at ilu20thebook. That's ilu20thebook. And she has a lot of great digital artwork, poetry that she mentioned during our chat, and a link to the book that she created and published in 2020. So please go and follow and connect with her if you'd like to show support, buy a copy of her book, or potentially work with her in the future. As always, you guys can keep up with Big Girl Panties on Instagram at BGP Life, on Facebook at BGP Life Blog, and on our website, bgplife.com. And there you will find direct links to all things Big Girl Panties. I'm wishing you guys the best in the upcoming year. I'm grateful that I'm starting the year with you listening and I'm excited to have us grow and evolve together. I'm super excited. I love you guys. Stay safe and I'll see you next time.